Cosmic Awakening, a sonic exploration of science, fiction and music by House de Couture and Devout. How do visions of alternative worlds transform into music? How do sounds and rhythms in turn redefine the so-called reality on planet Earth? How could the world be different? Interplanetary rhythms, extraterrestrial music, sonic fiction. However scientific or speculative they may be, they also unfold their impact on the humans living on planet Earth. Here they resound, the music and noises of a sound civilization. Cosmic Awakening, Chapter 2. How loud is the sun? What does the universe actually sound like? Is there more to it than a microwave background radiation at a wavelength of 7.35 centimeters and a temperature of 3.5 degrees Kelvin? According to statistical probability calculation, chances are that somewhere there's alien music. It might not even consist of sound waves. Could be a symphony of energy flows or a cacophony of smells. But let's stick to extraterrestrial music for now. To the sounds of the planets neighboring the Earth and the solar system. The songs of comets, nebula, and maybe even black holes. The swooshing and chirping in the background here is an excerpt from a much longer piece. Arrival at Jupiter recorded with the plasma wave instrument aboard Voyager 2. The signals were received when the space probe approached the biggest planet in the solar system in July 1979 of the Common Era. Please specify, is there a boundary between this jumble of noise and music? Specification. Already given. See episode 1 of this sonic exploration. The sounds are based on plasma waves transposed into the audible spectrum, but retaining their original frequency, between 10 Hz and 56 kHz. Even though they can resemble the twitter of a bird, they're mostly created by solar wind interfering with the magnetosphere of Jupiter. So one could argue that, when approaching the planet, you're actually hearing the sun. The sun plays Jupiter and vice versa. Jupiter plays the sun. In February 2021 of the Common Era, as part of a mission to Mars, the SuperCam instrument on the Perseverance Mars rover recorded the first audio from the planet's surface. 
The sounds were captured in part of the Jezero crater on Mars called Octavia E. Butler Landing, named in honor of the science fiction writer. Mars is a rock, Butler writes in her novel Parable of the Sower. Cold, empty, almost airless, dead. Yet it's heaven in a way. The vibe on Mars is different. The atmosphere is different. It is thinner than Earth's, which has the effect that sound waves generally are much quieter and spread at considerably slower speed, but with variations depending on their pitch. As a consequence, live music would sound more variable. Several decades before the first recordings from Mars reached Earth, science fiction writer Isaac Asimov described what it would be like to listen to music on Mars, a unique experience that has to be processed by specific sensory apparatus, hitherto unknown to mankind. Then came the impression of sound. From a whisper, it rose into a glorious ringing sound that wavered up from the scale in quivering tremolos. Together with this, there came the more subtle sensation of odour. From a suspicion, a mere trace, it waxed into a phantasmal field of flowers. Delicate, spicy scents followed each other in ever stronger succession, in gentle wafts of pleasure. There wasn't any word for it, writes Asimov. There wasn't even any concept for it. Upon the brain of Asimov's protagonist, there beat something that consisted of pure waves of enjoyment, something that lifted him out of himself and pitched him headlong into a universe unknown to him earlier. He was falling through an endless eternity of something. Then came the discord, like a little crack at first, marring the perfect beauty then spreading and branching and growing wider 
until finally it split apart thunderously, though without the sound. Communication from Becky Chambers, received in 2015 of the Common Era. With a terrible silence, the sky ripped open. Concerning the acoustic properties in the atmospheres of Mars and Venus, human science considers low frequencies to be of particular interest, especially infrasound, that is, frequencies below 20 hertz. Petkulescu, a scientist focusing on physical acoustics in space, lists some potential sources of sound on Mars. These include electrostatic discharges, booming sand dunes, bolides, and dust devils. Naturally occurring processes such as airflow past mountains, windstorms, lightning, or seismic activity can generate infrasonic waves. Besides storms and dust devils, Meteorite impacts and airbursts are also important sources of infrasound on Mars, given the planet's proximity to the asteroid belt. Please specify, what is the purpose of physical acoustics research in space? Specification. Science is a form of speculation too. A narrative based on the alleged reliability and incorruptibility of the data at hand. Its purpose is the simulation of specific scenarios testing out ideas and thus creating worlds. Planet Venus, on the other hand, has a much denser, much hotter atmosphere than Mars and Earth. The average surface pressure is 92 bar. The surface temperature is around 735 degrees Kelvin. Andy Petkulescu identifies the most suitable spot for acoustic experiences on Venus to be right between its thick clouds of sulfuric acid, high above the ground. Of particular interest for in-situ atmospheric sensing on Venus is the region between the lower and middle cloud decks, at an elevation of around 50 kilometers, where the ambient conditions are milder. The European Space Agency and NASA are considering floating platforms, such as aerostats and even manned airships cruising at this elevation. The ambient music up there could sound something like this. Communication from NASA exoplanets, received on August 21, 2022. The misconception that there is no sound in space originates because most space is a vacuum, providing no way for sound waves to travel. A galaxy cluster has so much gas that we've picked up actual sound. 
Here it's amplified, and mixed with other data, to hear a black hole. The black hole remix, released by NASA Data Sonification, could very well work as a soundtrack to an eerie science fiction dystopia. What's audible first and foremost in these 35 seconds of acoustic data is the human urge for sensory experience and aestheticized results. Sonifications like this one are compositions taking their main inspiration from scientific observations. They mark precisely the point where science gets so creative that it reaches far into the territory of fiction. why someone would want to wish themselves on a star far away from planet Earth. Very tangible reasons. Much of the scientific research, be it through state-funded institutions or the endeavors of private companies, has fundamentally been driven by colonial fantasies. The dominating narrative around space was one of exploration and exploitation, of conquest and endless resources, a new frontier for pioneers. In this regard, space itself is a colonial projection. There are reasons why the African-American musician Herman Poole Blunt from Birmingham, Alabama, felt the need to reinvent himself as a celestial pharaoh born on planet Saturn, as Sun Ra. There are reasons why Sun Ra claimed that space is the place for himself and for all black people in the United States. I'm not real, said Sun Ra. I'm just like you. You don't exist in this society. We're both myths. I do not come to you as reality. I come to you as a myth, because that's what black people are, myths. Sun Ra made it his mission to actively shape this myth and turn it into his own reality. By way of music, he invented a way to travel the galaxy and travel through ancient and modern times. He blended iconography from ancient Egypt with Afrotopian ceremonial clothing and fused the avant-garde jazz of his orchestra with the electronic sounds of synthesizers. Many musicians followed Sun Ra in this desire to leave the realities of planet Earth behind, and they were pretty successful at that, as theorist and filmmaker Edward George writes. 
the futurological trends in black music after Sun Ra invariably and repeatedly threaten to undermine the unity of the eternal terrestrial hell that is black pop. During the lengthy recordings of the low energy quanta there was discovered, in the band of 57 million electron volt, a signal of artificial origin, made up of more than 2 billion units when converted into binary code. The signal is transmitted continuously, without breaks. It has a comparatively broad radian, covering the entire region of Alpha Canis Minoris and the star's vicinity in a radius of 1.5 degrees. The information it conveys is of unknown content and purpose. Stichab Juana, Ambad Juana, Dambad Huamab, Wagena Uwoi, Gedau Yenahe, Top Huakakaga, Pawon Huapeshai, Totop Huahungei, Peshai, Pehuana, Dana Goepe, Togekaya, Dato Godo, Gedau Yenahe, Science, fiction, and music are joining forces to decipher this message. Stay tuned. This was Cosmic Awakening. A sonic exploration of science, fiction, and music by House de Kulturendavad. Voice 1. Sarge Lynch. Voice 2. Sasha Pereira. Editing and production, Yulia Forkefeld. Recording, Matthias Hardenberger. Concept and script, Arno Raffiner. <laughs>